sure. Well, I guess this is going to be just kind of a kind of a bit of a news-heavy episode where we'll just kind of cover some things that's gone on lately and uh, put our our spin on it. I guess kind of our perceptions on it. I mean, there's been some good uh, some good things surprisingly happening after how long of being <laughs> stomped on and worried about what's going on. There's actually some uh, some some light in the darkness here yeah i mean well first of all before we get too far ahead how you doing uh busy um <laughs> i'm one of those weird people that really doesn't like the holidays so <laughs> i'm just waiting for this to be over with <laughs> i i understand that the older yeah. the older i get the less holiday cheer i have i guess yeah. is a nice way to put it it's more of i'm kind of i guess tired of the commercialization mm -hmm. would rather well, you know yeah. hang out with and family. as your kid and as your kids get older it's at least i think i've noticed for me the older my kids got the less i you know the less they care you know it's not as fun when they're you know little and all that you know i have teenagers and technically an adult now so boy yeah so, lucky you so now it's all kind of like yeah man here hey you know <laughs> it's just <laughs> have some presents and yeah there's no sneaking around trying to make sure the kids don't come down and you know wrapping their presents and all that there's none of that so i guess i i guess i enjoyed that more than i realized <laughs> yeah i mean the the you know the joy of a little kid on christmas seeing a stack of presents is one thing where you know an older teenager an adult mm -hmm. dragging them out of bed because it's christmas is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a totally different problem right yeah i think my house was split some of them would actually i think they try to set an alarm to get up some would sleep in or depending on you know if i was working be like hey wake me up when you get home it's like well that's what's going to happen i'm going to get home i'm going to wake you guys up we're going to do this and i'm going to get some sleep before we start running around yeah yeah it's understandable tis the season Yep. how how have you been how's the job the the job is still fantastic i still love it so <laughs> well that's good yeah it's it's interesting i mean it's it's um something new mm -hmm. every day um helps keep it fresh yeah it's new project new material mm -hmm. you know a different group of people coming asking different questions so okay um, we feel more settled in yeah there's a there's a group of eight guys and um two or three of them have been tdy traveling okay um you know basically about every other week oh and wow then, yeah, my my boss will be retiring um, at the end of next week. Will be his last week, and there's a government guy retiring at the end of the year, but he's going to be part time taking my boss's job. So he'll be oh, okay. leaving the government, moving two doors, two offices down, and becoming a <laughs> contractor. Ah, uh, yeah. To work about twenty to twenty five ish hours a week. So I'm getting a new boss, but it's a guy we work with 
and okay. our and I don't think they're going to replace him on the government side. So we'll be going from eight to seven people. But one of those guys will be part time. Okay. And then next summer, our young guy is going to go back to school for a year and a half to get his master's. So Jeez. we're going to go from eight to six and a half to mm. five and a half, kind of yep. kind of quick here. So if we're busy now, I think we're going to be yeah busier you know uh-huh. this time next year but it's been great i'm still uh still learning still you know still getting my feet wet and mm-hmm. you know wading into the deeper water so right but it's it's been it's been different it's been a uh culture change so to speak mm-hmm. it's doubled my drive time so Ooh. there's been traffic headaches to kind of deal with so i'm trying to work that out it's all highway so it's not bad but was it it last week or the week before um and it's a 35 40 minute drive in the afternoon which isn't too terrible but okay a couple weeks ago there was two days in a row that it took me over an hour to get home so with wrecks and everything so that's been a little bit of a challenge to where my old job was 15 to 20 minutes back road. And if there was a backup that you could see, you could change the roads, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. turn here instead of up there and go right. this way and get around that. And, you know, you could almost work it unless it was four o'clock or five o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, you weren't, you weren't getting oh, around that. But, yeah. So that's been a little bit different, you know, but it's not, it's not that big a deal not not the end of the world just gonna have to uh you know change up my everyday carry in the truck and whatnot but (laughs) we'll save that for another episode yeah we can talk about that (laughs) um since we have uh, a whole lot of news news things to cover today yeah what do you want to start with well, I mean, let's start with a win. Let's start with, with a win? big win. Yes. Okay. You want, you want to start with the win or you want to end with the win? Uh, well, <laughs> let's start with the win. Start with the win. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think I think the first two of these are kind of kind of win-win, even though, well, let's just put it out there. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty. I'm mm. sure you guys have not heard that at all. Our listeners have no idea what's going on. Right. Um, but he was found not guilty on everything. Yeah. But what was there, seven seven charges or nine? Somewhere in that neighborhood, yeah. He was found not guilty on all of them. So there wasn't even, I think the gun charge got thrown out. Um, mm-hmm. So that was even taken off to... Um, you know not even be charged with mm-hmm. um but yeah he was found not guilty and i know you know all of our listeners or i would say most of them anyway that have seen this and watched the video and said well obviously that's self-defense right <laughs> from um, the beginning from the very beginning and, you know, my personal opinion is this should have never went to trial. I mean, the, the video was out there. Um, it was it was known 
that the guys chasing him down and mm-hmm. doing the, doing the bad stuff for bad guys. I mean, they yeah. were they were up to no good being there, but you know, this kind of puts a uh, a seal on the win for self defense and right to a guys. You know, in in my opinion, you know, unfortunately, that's probably dependent on where you live. <laughs> that's. That's the unfortunate thing about this. I'm glad, I mean, it sucks for him that he had to go through all of this, but I think having gone through that, because this is, I mean, has there really been a big self-defense case that's been like this, that's been good, that's gone through? I mean, I know everything's more publicized now than before, but. I don't think there's one that's had this kind of video evidence yeah i mean you know it's i mean let's back up a little bit this this is a 17 now 18 year old kid Mm -hmm. that had to defend his life Mm -hmm. but backing up a little bit should he have even been there should he have been put should he have put himself in this situation um you know personally i don't think so i mean but, but I guess if you're going to say that, what situation did he put himself in? Because well, it wasn't just throw himself into the middle of being, oh, here's three guys. I want to get jumped by them. You know, there was, there's, you know, there's a, there's, you know, a series of events that happened. So from the very beginning, you know, should he maybe not, but did he have the right to be? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think they're, they're two different kind of things to look at here that, I mean, the kid traveled, what, across state line, helped out an uncle or a family member, you know, protecting his property, borrowed an AR, mm-hmm. went to try to keep the peace, try to keep people. And there's a whole lot of this whole situation that, to me, if it was my kid, I would have been probably saying, I don't, I don't think so right Uh, there's bad stuff going on there Mm -hmm. you know we're not we're not going to go down there or you're not going to go alone you know we're not going to go get mixed up in that yeah you know i i get it's family and all that stuff but i heard something that it wasn't i thought it was i thought it was a cousin or maybe it was just a close friend or something i i heard maybe it was well i it was somebody basically put out something on whatever (laughs) yeah like hey this stuff's going gonna happen can anybody come and help kind of hold the fort down while this stuff is going and then he showed up not now this traveling across state line thing really the only the only importance that would have had is if he had transported the firearm across the state line he only 15 20 minutes from there so that's no different than, you know, you live outside of a major city, you know, oh, hey, I'm going to the city. You probably already do stuff there anyways, you know? So, I mean, I, I don't think he was really going out of his way. It was probably a community that he's already, you know, has ties to. Right. And, I, you know, let me preface this a little bit. You know, we always talk about, and we've heard people talk about, if you're in trouble, call me. I, I got your back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up. 
you know, I'm going to go, I'll come hang out on your front yard and defend your house. Right. And this kid did that. You know, he put his money where his mouth's at, right? Right. And did it. Now, would, would I have done that? It depends. I mean, if I've, if I've, you know, for you, sure. I mean, if it's somebody that I know, somebody that I deal with, somebody that I talk to, somebody that's in my, you know, my group, Circle. yeah, tribe. Yes. But for maybe somebody that's just going to put this out and say that, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I said, if I was his dad and it's a 17 year old going, Hey, I'm going to go help this guy out. Well, I don't know, son. You know, mm-hmm. sounds like, sounds like something bad could happen. Something bad could come out of this, mm-hmm. you know, nine times out of 10, nothing bad would, would have came out of it, but right. this situation and now what he has gone through with this trial and everything, it worked out, but 10, 20 years from now, what's it going to have cost Kyle Rittenhouse? Right. Well, I don't know. He's suing the shit out of everybody now. So, and rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, money wise, financial wise, it's probably going to work out, but you know, there's already people calling for him to get kicked out of the online Arizona university or whatever he's going to. And, and you know, and what's, is he going to get kickback if he's in a, in a liberal town trying to go out to eat? You know what I mean? Is, is the negativity that he's going to get, you know, that's, it's speculation, but, you know, is it going to get bad before it gets worse for him public, Mm -hmm. you know, public wise, but, but it all boils down to, you know, the verdict is of not guilty for self-defense when we have video evidence and we can say, Hey, this is what self-defense now looks like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe not as, (laughs) turns Maybe. out even even the government had footage for us yeah <laughs> I, I mean maybe not as extreme as getting hit in the head with a skateboard but um which does remind me i think a couple of weeks ago maybe it was last week wasn't there somebody in california that was killed by getting hit in the head with a skateboard oh i don't know i haven't heard that one i, I think i think there was something here recently that that I heard that that actually happened. Um, so, I mean, you know, obviously Kyle getting hit with a skateboard wasn't, you know, fatal, obviously. Right. And he, and he defended himself successfully to stop that. So it was a win, you know, I think a win for self-defense yeah, like I said, there's video evidence of of what that definition is now, mm-hmm. what, it, what it looks like. Oh, and to touch on your thing, uh, Santa Ana, California, Starbucks, two guys got into a fight, and then, yeah, one guy got clipped upside the head with the skateboard and died. So that's was that, what you're talking about. Yeah, so that's was what it talking about. last week or the week before? It was recently. Um, this article I'm looking at says from November 19th. So, so one of the things that I really liked 
about um, the judge and I guess I guess what kind of re- restored a little bit of my faith in the judicial system, which probably is kind of a weird thing to hear coming from somebody that does the kind of job I do. Um, <laughs> the uh, of course I get to see how the sausage is made too, but um, with the way everything, I mean, with news and everything, and it's always, you know, depend on the slant. You can see the the wording of how everything is it really i really like the fact that the judge put his foot down on certain tactics that the prosecution was trying to use um i i the i guess the biggest one that comes to mind is they he kept trying to refer to the people that attacked rittenhouse as victims and at one point he tells he tells him you can't do that because that's not accurate that hasn't been decided on so stop saying that so that little tactic that they were trying to use to sway people's you know emotions he he stepped in you know everybody's you know heard the things of him jumping down the guy's throat and telling him to knock stuff off and all that it was it was nice to it was nice to see something like that where people weren't letting it be so politicized or you know he was like no we're going to stick to the letters of the law and we're going to address each thing and each person as such and not try and do these little cnn tactics or (laughs) even fox news tactics where we're going to try and label things and kind of slant it a little bit that that to me like that that made me happy to see that there's we luckily still have people that that do that in the justice system. Well, he, the judge did that on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know one of the ones that I heard was the um, they were trying to beat Kyle up for for pleading the fifth or not talking after mm. everything. Okay. And I think the judge said, "You can't do that. That's his right." You know, you can't make that out to be a bad thing when these exercised, you know, a Miranda yeah. right that they have. Right. So I did see that one. So. All right. Well, we'll not continue to, to beat that one to death. So what's the next one you want to get into? Um. Let's see. Well, we have the one, I kind of pulled it up here, that you had brought up as the guy that it was, I guess, on the same day as Rittenhouse, um, the guy that that did the self-defense shooting. Okay. Um, and shot the police officer. Right. Is that right? That, that's my understanding. I don't know a whole lot about that one so if you have a decent article and want to go off of that and we can discuss that one that's fine but yeah i just remember seeing that you know here's which is weird you would have thought there had been a little more you know a little more out there about that one but maybe it did get overshadowed by everybody trying to go rittenhouse bad guns bad pedophile felons with guns good but (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the title says "Black Man Who Shot at Cops Acquitted for Acting in Self Defense on Same Day as Rittenhouse." Media silent, mm-hmm. and I didn't hear about this until about fifteen minutes ago when you told me before we started recording this episode. So I'm kind of skimming through this um, and down towards, I guess this is down a little ways. It says, um, because he was asleep, Coffee the fourth, I guess that's the black guy, had no idea his dad had been arrested or who it was smashing through his windows in the middle of the night. So he grabbed his firearm and began shooting. Mm-hmm. And so did the cops right so i guess there was a shootout but he was asleep and i mean obviously who wouldn't you know if you, let's just say you keep your loaded firearm on the nightstand out or even mm-hmm. in a drawer somebody busting through your window you're gonna grab it and start shooting right right i mean because best case scenario it's a rock that got kicked up from a car that went through your window mm-hmm. or a lost deer that ran through the window, you know, worst case scenario, it's somebody trying to break into your house. So, mm-hmm. so it says on down here, clearly the defense was that he didn't realize that this was law enforcement, mm-hmm. which I mean, you would know better than I would. Is that a common practice for law enforcement to just bust through a window? Well, if you're doing, if you're doing a raid and I'm not, I'm not a SWAT guy or anything like that, but I mean, if you're going to, if you're, you're actually raiding a place and I mean, I don't think you're going to come in through a window. You're probably going to send something through the window. If you're going to flashbang it or if you're going to, you know, gas it or whatever, I mean, without, seeing what the heck they were doing i don't know what the deal was with the window you know you're gonna you're gonna go in through the door right i would think you would come in through the front door i mean i mean mean, this isn't this isn't a movie you know people aren't repelling out of the helicopter busting through the windows at the same time you know (laughs) trying to get you so i don't yeah i i don't know i mean there's like there's haven't seen haven't heard much and but i mean if that's legit, if that's actually what was happening and he was asleep, you know, I mean, I just have to be, I have to be skeptic about it. Was he just saying that to justify what he did or was he actually asleep? I mean, if you're doing it in the middle of the night, then, you know, the chances of that being true go up, but it also comes down to, and I think I saw something where they said they announced that they were there or whatever. So, I mean, it's just kind of like this, this teetering going on where it sounds like it wasn't just a straight, they busted in and went for it, but they announced. So I, I don't, I don't know, but based on what they have, you know, if, any of us are in that same situation somebody comes busting in you it's a self-defense situation once again somebody being favored in self-defense is is a good thing yeah 
It says, um, despite the empty excuses from police, the family knew they had no reason to smash in the windows that night. They also knew that Woods would still be alive that night. I guess that's Coffee's girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. Had SWAT team members not senselessly broke into their bedroom after they had already arrested the person for whom they were looking, which I guess was Coffee's dad. Right. So, I mean, this sounds like... This, I mean, just from reading that little bit, it sounds like, you know, the SWAT team or whatever was, hey, we're already here. Let's just go in and see what else we can find or get, you know. This, by no means am I saying this is this is the word or anything like that, but it sounds like this got a little more into the weeds of what the local laws were, because if you go in and grab somebody, you're gonna clear the house, the room, the whatever whatever you're in. You're gonna clear it because last thing you want to do is be walking out with the person you got, and then three people are jumping out you know and shooting you in the back on your way out you've got you've got to clear it just to make sure everything's secure and know who all's there who knows you know depending on the situation you know it all depends you know was this guy you know i'm not talking about this case i'm just talking about a hypothetical situation you know what was the person what do you what are you getting them for you getting them for murder are you getting them for drugs are they in a gang you know depending on what they did you've still got to you got to check what's going on you know you bust a guy and say they've got a meth lab in the in there well that's still a danger to everybody that's living in the area because that meth lab goes up it's it's unfortunate there's not a whole lot on this um maybe something to look into later but i think it had to do i think this one required a little more navigating what locally you could do because i mean when you look at this, they were even trying to charge him with with his girlfriend's death. Right. Which, yeah, that's you, that's kind of what it says in here. And I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. If it's a violent criminal that they're after, um, because it says that um, Coffee was found guilty of possession of a fire firearm because he wasn't he was a convicted felon, so he wasn't allowed to own a gun so i guess that would be reason like you said for them to finish clearing the house if they know that hey we got dad that's the one we came looking for but you know son's a convicted felon we want to make sure we know where he's at but i i mean i don't i don't know that that's reason to bust through a window (laughs) yeah yeah we we don't have a lot yeah we don't we need more timeline on this one to understand how and why things happened on it it's just it's too vague to really yeah so i guess i mean sounds like from a little bit of what what i read there i guess that's kind of a win for self-defense also you know even if it's the police busting in your house you're you can defend yourself i mean if let's let me let me rephrase that if you unknowingly have the police busting into your house right (laughs) no idea why waking you up Mm -hmm. 
you know, you can defend yourself. So it's not that the, the police have, they're allowed to do whatever they want to do when they're, when they're going to try to get somebody. So I guess we're going to leave that one there. Yeah. I'm sure we'll probably hear a little more from that one because it looks like there's going to be some counter suing and all kinds of other stuff. Um, Yeah. it, It looks like this happened in 2017 and that the verdict came down the same day as Rittenhouse. Okay. Not that the yeah. events unfolded on the same day as Rittenhouse. But right. So the, the horrific incident unfolded in 2017, but it took Coffee four years to get his trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that one's over. I think there'll probably be some more, some more to come from that, but will we hear it? <laughs> That's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can do a little, we can do a follow up in another episode on this one if we look into it and there's more stuff that comes out about it. So we can, yeah. we can follow on on that one. Which one do you want to move to next? What do we have? Oh, we have, let's do the Georgia and then we'll end up with the Lubbock. We got the uh, Christmas parade too. Yeah, we can touch on that one. I think that one's still developing, though, and I don't think that really involved anything like shooting-wise. That was just more kind of a no. I mean, it was crazy that, extremist thing. It was something that happened, and kind of. I guess we can we can hit that now. I guess if you want, since it'll it'd be quick. Because one of the things I wanted to bring up on that was how I don't know if you've noticed this. But the mainstream media is blaming the SUV for running over people in a parade. Are you serious? Oh, that's right. I did hear about that. The way they worded it, like yeah, it's so it's yeah, it was a (laughs) an accident by an SUV. Right. Wait a second. I mean, the SUV was driving. Was it was a Tesla SUV? It was self-driving. Yeah, I mean, we have some. (laughs) How did the SUV ended up breaking through barriers and? running through a parade Mm -hmm. so there's been a lot of blaming of the 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 item that was used the inanimate Mm -hmm. item that was used i've never heard of that happening never i mean this is so (laughs) breaking news here this is a new tactic by the media i've never heard of this (laughs) yeah so (laughs) it's and i think i think it might have been on might have been on fox news that had brought it up of how many articles had shown the headline of SUV this, mm-hmm. SUV that, and well, the, they're all just copying and pasting. Yeah. So the bad guy was the SUV. So here we are again, which a little back, you know, background on that story it was this guy had been arrested for beating up and running over his girlfriend and was out on like a thousand dollar bail or something yeah. very minimal. Mm-hmm. And then within a few days, takes the same SUV and runs over a parade of people. Yeah. Say there was what? Last I heard, there was what? Seven or eight dead and 15 injured. And uh, I think I think it was six dead and 45-ish injured. I'm Googling it now. So 23 hours ago, a sixth homicide charge was added to the wisconsin christmas parade crash suspect so yeah, that'd be six so far yeah i know there was another one 
you know, a, a day or a couple of days after. So it's more than a dozen remain in the hospital. So apparently this guy knocked on someone's door and wanted a ride. <laughs> wanted a ride? Or at, yeah, right. or asked for help calling a ride. So he was trying to ditch the evil SUV that took off through the parade and he was trying to get away from it. Yeah, I mean, it was a, that's a bad SUV. Nobody should ever own those. Yeah. Should take them away from everybody. Yeah, another media stupid. And oh, imagine that he's darker complected and it's now the SUV's fault. The media can't run with evil white guy. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, just report the damn news. Who right. cares? Right. And it's it's weird now, though, that he has a five million dollar bail. Oh, well, it's had they done something similar to that before that's this might not have happened yeah and uh, i keep hearing that he has a long rap sheet i'm sure mm -hmm. like, i'm sure like the last one we'll hear a lot more about this but i mean that's kind of what i wanted to touch on was how the media is portraying this event as bad suv bad right. suv yeah so there'll be there'll be more on that one um yeah can you hear can you hear I, that i heard somebody talking yelling thought you're in trouble i thought i was too <laughs> it's it's really uh so the listeners can't see this but i am in my unfinished side, part of the basement so there's you know floor joists rafters and carpet right above me so it's not very insulated where i'm at at the moment so we we we're having some audio difficulties today but Some guess what audio interruptions yeah you're gonna get content and there may be dogs <laughs> and people but we're gonna put an episode out so this is the three um the three guys that were found guilty in georgia for killing ahmad Ar arbery mm -hmm. and it was a father Gregory McMichael, his son, Travis McMichael, and their neighbor, Roddy Bryan. Um, so what I saw of this one was kind of the backstory was that Arbery was kind of running around the neighborhood a couple times and maybe a week or a few days before this incident. And he was going in and out of new construction houses. And I don't know if they had found some vandalism or um, theft theft that had been going on, but it sounds like this had been going on. And then there was a few days or week or there was some gap in the time. And what I heard was that the dad came inside and told his son hey the kid's back he's down the road let's go stop him and get the police and and all this other stuff so between the two of those guys and the neighbor they grabbed some guns hopped in the truck drove down the neighbor was filming this um i heard the the son, Travis, had testified that he thought 
the dad had called 911. Apparently there was miscommunication. Don't know in the timeline of when that happened. But they tried to stop him to ask him questions, question him and detain him Mm -hmm. and quote unquote make a citizen's arrest on um arbery at at some point it looked like he was reaching in his waistband of some sort and travis shot him and killed him so all three were found guilty of murder of some sort um not sure if it was first degree or not but they were all found guilty and it sounds like they're all going to be in prison for quite a while Um, yeah they're looking at life oh yeah all three defendants were convicted of murder aggravated assault false imprisonment Mm -hmm. and criminal intent to commit a felony so they were all found guilty of the same thing because they all had a part to play in this so you know i kind of for the, you know, we consider Rittenhouse a, a win for the self-defense side of this. Mm-hmm. And that was the same card that the defense played here. But to me, when, when I kind of stepped back and looked at this, it felt like that these three, well, two of the three, the father and the son, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure how big a part the neighbor played in this other than filming it. Which one um, was the neighbor? Was that Roddy? That was Roddy. All right. So I'm looking at a at a breakdown here. And he does have... So out of all of the charges they have here, he has a couple where he has not guilty, whereas the other ones have almost all or all guilty. Okay. So he probably wasn't found guilty of murder um so i don't know how they do this so there's one two there's two categories of murder but in one of them for whatever reason there's four counts yeah hmm. that's so that's weird. so so there's a malice murder which uh i'm assuming the dad i'm assuming this is the dad gregory mcmichael he Correct. was he's not guilty the son is guilty and then the neighbor is not guilty now the next one below that is felony murder and for whatever reason there's four counts there so the dad has all four counts of felony murder guilty the son has all four counts guilty and the neighbor has three of them as guilty and one not guilty and then we have that aggravated assault there's two counts in each of those in that one um, the false imprisonment and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment and those are i mean those are lesser but pretty much all of those 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 last three categories which actually have four counts in it total uh the dad is all guilty on all of those the son is guilty on all of those and the neighbor got guilty on all of those except for one of the two aggravated assault counts yeah i mean obviously i don't know georgia law so (laughs) not sure what all that what all those counts mean Mm -hmm. but to me i mean the aggressors seemed like the father and son Mm -hmm. um you know they hopped in a truck 
and chased him down as he was running in the neighborhood. Now, I mean, let's, you know, let's play devil's advocate and say that the kid was doing what they thought he was doing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that gives them the right to play, play the cops here. I, I mean, if you, when you confront him and ask him questions, and say he takes off and runs away you have a good description of what he's wearing and what he looks like and which way mm-hmm. he's going and i mean worst case scenario you could follow him and get on right. the phone with the cops and tell him which way he's going and where he's headed right um i feel like that was more of the being the aggressor where th- there shouldn't have been a reason to defend yourself because right. Ar- Arbery was unarmed. So right. obviously I, you wouldn't know that, you know, if somebody's right. reaching in a waistband and pretending to pull a gun, acting like mm-hmm. they're pulling a gun. I mean, at that point, yes, you would, you would have to defend yourself on what it looked like was going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to be the aggressor and to put yourself in that situation doesn't sound like self-defense to me when you've chased somebody down in a vehicle Mm -hmm. yeah because you've inserted yourself into that situation and a lot of this especially on this one you you almost start at the end and work your way back because the outcome it's kind of a do the means justify the end on this one because you've got this guy dead now you have to walk back and be like, well, did him dying justify what you did? Had this not happened or had he not been shot, you know, you wouldn't have to do this self-defense thing. And now you might just be looking at, you know, maybe the assault, the false imprisonment, possibly. Uh, that That's kind of one of those weird things where it's, it just depends on, you know your your state and local laws on that one because you know who all's heard of a citizen's arrest you know so so what's what are you allowed to do what are you not not allowed to do and you know that's going in the 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 one that we have next the that we're going to talk about it depends where you live what you can do it's going to vary right and they and you know that's changed a little bit in ohio in the last few years here recently, I mean, we now have a, um, what's it called? The castle law mm-hmm. where before you had to d- retreat until you yeah. ran out of yeah, retreating this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You can, it's stand your ground. It's yeah. stand, stand your ground castle defense. Yeah. So, you know, if, if that to me is staying where you're at, not hopping in a truck and chasing somebody down mm-hmm. um you know it's there's a lot of play here that when when i when i started looking at this felt like that you know the guys that kind of chased down kyle rittenhouse mm-hmm. and you know kyle rittenhouse tried to get away on multiple occasions fled to where Arbery in this case was the guy trying to get away from guys that went to confront him on because of something they thought he was doing. Right. And the weird thing is, is it wasn't to 
unless I missed something, it wasn't to their property. Right. I mean, maybe there was something that had happened to their property at some point, but I thought, think like the main thing was he was going in and out of um, new construction homes. Right. Right. Um, I think they had said that there may be, may have been other break-ins or other stuff kind of in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. But that doesn't necessarily to me say, go defend, go defend your property by chasing somebody down in a truck. Right. So I would consider this also kind of a win for self-defense because now we know with the Kyle Rittenhouse, what you're allowed to do. And then with this case, what you're not allowed to do. Right. So there's well, kind I, of that, that, you know, and I, I agree with you, it's going to be dependent on the state you're in local laws, but I think it shows that with Kyle, if you can retreat and retreat and retreat until you feel like your life's in danger to where mm-hmm. with this case, you can't go after somebody thinking that they did something bad right? and confront them. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and then try to claim self-defense because you thought they were trying to pull a gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the whole, the whole buildup on that was the problem in that case that they were the aggressors. They're the ones that, that went after Arbery and, and tried to stop mm-hmm. him and detain him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like a, what was that? Zimmerman right it's kind of it kind of just kind of reminds me of that you know it's another situation where people are injecting themselves into a situation they probably shouldn't be doing and then it went south real quick yeah and I mean I think you know since since you brought it up I, I you know Zimmerman didn't know that guy at all mm-hmm. right and confronted him and started getting beat up so yeah you know that was a kind of a different situation a little bit mm-hmm. yeah um, it's a different different thing but but in in all three of the you know say the zimmerman rittenhouse and um these guys at the mcmichaels in, in georgia those guys were kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time <laughs> you know yeah. should they have inserted themselves into that um like i said earlier with with Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, maybe he shouldn't have been there. Um, these three guys obviously shouldn't have inserted themselves into that situation. Yeah. Um, well, they, they could have inserted themselves into that situation, but not to the extent that they did. I mean, if, if a guy's out running around on foot and you're in a truck and you want to follow them and say, hey, and, and, you know, make that call to the police, you know, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, right. so, so, something happens, they're going to boohoo, they're going to cry, they're going to call you. Um, I, apparently, there's another trial coming up for those guys, because now they're going to try and say it was a hate crime. So whether that has anything to do with it, I don't know enough about the case, but that's the world we live in where you can have two exact instances happen the exact same way. But if you you have a different heritage than the other one they're going to immediately call you a racist and they're going to try for a hate crime to increase that thing and i I think me personally i think that's a stupid law and i wish they'd get rid of that because if i kill somebody it's already illegal i shouldn't be doing that it doesn't matter what you know if 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 we had different pigmentation (laughs) you know 
that well, you're, 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 you're policing thought at that time, at that point. And it doesn't matter if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. It doesn't matter if, if you, you know, you're motivated by that. You were motivated to, to do something that was wrong. It doesn't matter why you did it. So now you should be punished the same way as anybody else. Well, why is, you know, we've, we've heard of, you know, the, the, if they're going to try him for hate crime, or those those three guys for hate crime you know this is something that's been brought up before but it's only brought up when it's mm-hmm. white guys on black guys right um well anybody that isn't white usually because because there's even times where it's been a black officer say something happened with an officer and it's a black officer or a hispanic officer and the other person person is you know say it's it's a black and hispanic person or you know whatever you don't hear about this kind of you know well you, you know what's funny is i heard that thrown around for kyle kyle rittenhouse oh the racist thing yeah and when they're all white and they're all white <laughs> and it's like well it was a hate crime because the protests were black Lives matter protests right so the white guys that were there were supporting black lives matter mm-hmm. so they were technically black oh yes I, I i don't know the justification their, of you, you get a pass during the riot well i mean it's sorry I, mostly I guess, peaceful protest sorry mostly i, peaceful I guess if you're there supporting a mostly peaceful protest for black lives <laughs> matter then you're considered black whether you're white or not i, I don't know Maybe I just don't understand how that works. Right. Um, because they're not talking about the supposed, you know, the the, uh, the Wisconsin Christmas parade. Haven't heard much about this guy supposedly hating Jew, Jewish people and, you know, talking about or posting something about wanting to kill them. That's, that's not a hate crime because obviously right. the SUV did it in that situation. Yeah, yeah. And those SUVs hate everybody. So. That's right. They're, they're equal opportunity. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know this. This the whole Georgia thing. I the the what I caught of the trial, and you know, I didn't catch all of the Rittenhouse trial. And I didn't catch all of the, the McMichael's trial. Mm-hmm. But what I did of the Rittenhouse, he Kyle felt very or sounded very genuine and i don't want to say uncoached because i'm sure he he was coached somewhat but how he spoke was you know he showed emotion on the stand he you know it was sincere it was very sincere and it was very um to me how a 17 18 year old kid should react in that situation when I watched the um, the the younger uh, McMichael part of his defense, when he was Travis McMichael, when he was on the stand, I didn't get that same feeling. You know, when he was talking about what was going on, um, you know, the part I the part I caught was um, after they him and his dad had left the house, or or when he came in. And his dad told him what was going on and they 
grabbed some guns and left mm-hmm. and 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 got in the truck and confronted him right. so that whole scenario the main meat of that to me sounded not that he was lying about it but that it was like i have to try to say mm-hmm. i'm defending myself right so i don't get in trouble or i don't get found guilty because it wasn't wasn't completely bought into the idea yeah it was kind of more of the feeling to me that i got was more like i gotta sell this or i'm going to prison right to where kyle was more of when he was when he had to get out of his head Mm -hmm. of what happened he was still in that moment right to me was still scared you know and all that emotion came out and all that fear and you know all those emotions of that whole thing of a 17 year old defending himself and pulling a trigger right and killing somebody that you know the flood of emotions just you know Mm -hmm. washed over that kid and i didn't get that by watching travis mcmichael you know you know when he said oh well you know he reached in his waistband i thought he was getting a gun and it, there was no mm-hmm. to me the there wasn't an emotional part there to where it was like i i'm not connecting with this guy i mean mm-hmm. i feel like what he's saying is honest i you know i felt the way he spoke the words was mm-hmm. like an honest admission of you know this is what happened right but the feeling of my life is in danger. I didn't, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there was him and his dad was there and there was another, you know, neighbor that was kind of there too. So it was kind of three on one thing to me that I didn't get it. And it was kind of, kind of like, you know, we got the not guilty verdict from Rittenhouse and in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? I kind of hope for the sake of our country and how volatile this is, <laughs> these guys don't get off, you know? Right. If they get found not guilty too, then we're going to be in the same thing we were, yep. you know, a year ago. Yeah. It's going to repeat. So I'm, I'm glad it worked out that way. I mean, maybe there's details in there that I missed by not watching the whole thing, but mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like those the, those three were the more of the aggressors in the whole thing. They should right. not have inserted themselves that way into that situation. Like you said, go confront him. If if you feel like you he may have a gun, you know, take a gun. What you know, whatever. But go down and say, hey man, can we talk to you for a minute? You know, yeah. Ask him some yep. questions, or at least get a good look at him. Mm-hmm. you know if he doesn't want to answer you and he takes off running follow him call the cops say yep. hey you know we think this is the guy that's been vandalizing and breaking in and stealing stuff and he's headed this way and here's what he mm-hmm. looks like and we're going to follow him as long as we can yeah you know that that to me is how that probably should have went down yeah sometimes the best thing is to be a good witness yes yeah. <laughs> sometimes the safest thing is to be <laughs> yeah for everybody i mean yeah those guys wouldn't be going to prison and you know yeah this guy aubrey wouldn't wouldn't be dead either so right exactly well i want to 
push on to this last one? I mean, I yeah. guess it's still kind of a I don't know, kind of a developing, not really. I don't know. It's it seems like it might still be up in the air, possibly. Yeah, I mean, let's see. You said it happened. This is the the Lubbock shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it happened on the fifth. So at the time of recording, you know, three and three and a half weeks ago. But this is the uh, the dad had wasn't living with the mother of his kids, but went to her house to to pick them up or to see mm-hmm. them. Yeah or something along those lines and confronted the the new boyfriend or a friend or a a guy that was at it's, the house it's the it, yeah so it's her boyfriend um kind of what i got from watching the video it was just one of those things that escalated real quick uh the boyfriend jumped into the middle of it i would say because technically it's between him and the mother which legally they're still they were still husband and wife at the time if i remember correctly but boyfriend interjects himself into it and from there it just completely goes to shit (laughs) yeah i mean i saw the video i think i watched the video yesterday or the day before and the the boyfriend after repeatedly asking the husband to leave went in and got a gun Mm -hmm. and which this is in this is this happened in texas so Mm -hmm. the laws in texas are a little bit different um you know the great state of texas Um, (laughs) i believe you're allowed to brandish a firearm in this type of situation well, yeah, because this all this all falls under castle doctrine, because it was his property, right? That the husband was on. So, and he, and he told him, "I'm going to go get my gun." Right. So he <laughs> he told him that. Came back out with a gun, and then mm-hmm. the video. Um, there was, I think, a couple different videos. Yes, there is. And I don't in either one of them. There's kind of the camera moves around so you can't actually see exactly what happens but it looks like the husband kind of goes after the gun oh he grabbed he the one angle um so yeah so the the boyfriend comes out gets in the doorway because as he's going in and getting the gun the dad and mom are arguing and he comes up and stands in the door well then he redirects his attention to boyfriend in the doorway with the gun and he approaches he, he leaves the doorway and it comes further out onto I'm, i guess it was like a porch or something like that and then they do this awkward chest, chest, chest bump, thing. yeah chest yeah. to chest pushing bumping thing where i mean they look like they're about ready to make out and this whole time he has the what was that was that a 1022 that he had yes and so he so he's got so he has that to the right of both of them so most of the pictures you're gonna see is them chest to chest and him holding it and uh the barrel everything is uh on on the side of the 
the husband slash dad that's there as they're doing this whole tug of what's the opposite of a tug of war i guess <laughs> when you're you're pushing each other well this uh kind of bow up and yeah yeah and i'm sure the, if we had kyle on here he could rip this picture apart i'm looking at the same picture you are yeah i'd imagine and then so they separate and the gun comes between the two of them and it gets grabbed and he starts yanking on it and he breaks free with it and steps does like the spin and he's in the yard now facing towards his house and pops off what was like two or three i think and drops the guy right there now the whole time he's like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna he's like you know get off i'm gonna use it and he's yelling at him go ahead i'll take it from you and it ends that way and of course obviously his the the person who was shot his girlfriend i believe is recording from a vehicle saying you did this you did this not calling 911 or anything just yet continuing to argue <laughs> with with everybody so completely avoidable yeah i know but just justified or not it was completely avoidable and i know that there was somebody else because she was that video that you're talking about from the girlfriend or, or whoever the female was in the car was telling somebody else to call the police. Yeah. So there was multiple people in the car. Mm -hmm. And There's pe there was people there too. Cause I think at some point you see somebody walking across as they're arguing before he went and got the gun. Well, there was a, there was another video from, I don't know if it was from the window that's right behind where they're, Mm -hmm. yeah that chess. is yeah but there was another video from inside the house because mm -hmm. um, that's the other one that i had seen so there was at least what's that six people because you have the the wife somebody in the house and two people in a car so there was at least six people mm -hmm. here and you know she was the woman filming said you did it not him and the guy that pulled the trigger whose name's kyle also said i told i told all of y'all to leave mm -hmm. none of none of you all should be here i asked you to leave i did everything i did not want to do any of this so i mean you know this is still developing because this just happened mm -hmm. you know not that long ago you yeah. know, a few weeks ago but, you know, from, to me, from watching this video and with the Texas laws, the way they are, because um, I know it wasn't that long ago that they didn't even prosecute a guy that had shot a guy that was like raping or molesting his daughter, like in his house or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that was within the last year or two, I believe, and they didn't charge him with anything right um so i don't know how this is going to play out i'm not trying to predict that nothing's going to happen here right but you know with it being in texas and like you said the way their castle laws wrote and you're allowed to brandish a weapon on your property to get somebody to leave at which point 
you know, the dad grabbed the gun, you know, swung him around to where he ended up, you know, in the total opposite direction of the way they were from that picture. Mm -hmm. And he had enough time to, you know, full ready the rifle or the 1022 and pop off, you know, two or three shots. Yeah. So I don't want to say that clearly looks like self-defense. Right. But here's another case that we have really good video evidence. Right. Multiple angles. You can hear a lot of the conversation um, of what dad is yelling at mom, mm-hmm. um, okay. where they were at of, of his house. You know, maybe there's a, I can't tell if there's a ring doorbell right there in that picture, but maybe that picked up something too. Um, but there's, you know, multiple videos of this, this whole situation. So mm-hmm. it'll um, be interesting to see how this comes out. Right. I'm watching this. I, I forgot. He even popped one off at his feet. Oh, that's got, right. Before he got spun around. Yeah. Like he backed up and popped one off at his feet. And then that was when he grabbed him and spun him around. But yeah, I mean, if I was a person in the house that was recording when he popped off those shots, I think I'd been a little mad, but you know, <laughs> the, you know I'm, I'm kind of back here. So the, the thing that, that was, um, I don't want to say surprising to me cause you're in the heat of the moment and I get, you know, we can talk about the, 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 the four gun rules, which we've already done yeah. an episode talking about that. But when I watched this and then I saw another camera angle from in the house, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. Because the one before where he was shooting was back towards the house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He gets spun around. He's facing the house when he shoots him. So. Yeah. So I got nervous that like, well, is there collateral damage? Obviously, you know, the situation mm-hmm. that you're in when you're defending yourself because somebody's grabbed the firearm mm-hmm. and now it's on. Right. Did he not realize what was behind the target? Well, in watching this, this i have this that's kind of i guess it's kind of a gif where it's just repeating this the the part where he pops one off and gets spun around and then shoots at him as this is happening you can see someone's head in the door and as he's being spun around this person gets behind the wall which basically would have been the backstop behind the guy as he's shooting so there was now would they have gone through the house i don't know if it's a 22 but still i mean the only other thing that that might look like because i don't know if it says it's a 1022 i read a couple like things that, yeah i read a couple things and they said that that's what it was okay because i mean it kind of looks like from just this picture it could be a nine millimeter oh okay um you know just by looking at the magazine but i mean these are i don't know but yeah i mean a a 22 is probably not going to go through the walls of the house to get in the house but i mean there is a window right there you know and you can see somebody going back and forth in that window Mm -hmm. 
yeah when i saw that other camera view from that window or from the door and then it was like oh he gets spun around and shoots back that way mm-hmm. that's kind of a bad idea <laughs> you know yeah but even with the picture you know the picture with him them chest to chest mm-hmm. i mean the the wife is over that way too that the kind of the muzzles towards oh, yeah. i mean you don't i don't know if she had left at that point or if she had went in the house or went behind the house or went the other way, but you know, he, he may not be directly flagging her, but it's kind of in that direction. There's, there's some, oh, there's yeah. some issues with. Yeah. Yes. This. There's a lot of issues with this video and that that's, we don't have that's, time for that. That's a, di- <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a, a different, different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe we can do that when, when this is all said and done of. Yeah. You know, maybe there's more videos that haven't been released yet. That maybe. I mean, the the mom looked like she was on her phone the whole time too. So, who knows? Might be some more to Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, we can break that down too at some point. But yeah, that's uh, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I mean, you know, Texas is a little bit different the way they handle mm-hmm. cases like this, situations yep. like this. And and he hasn't been charged in anything he wasn't arrested he wasn't he's he's basically i think he's been free the whole time so and they said they didn't have reason to push anything so yeah yeah, we'll see i mean that could always change right oh yeah definitely something something else could come up maybe there is a different video somewhere that shows something else Mm -hmm. um but what what i've seen i this looks like kind of a fairly clear case of self-defense like i said there's some issues we could obviously nitpick with how it was handled and yes definitely how it went about but um not sure about you but if i'm holding a rifle telling somebody to get off my porch and they grab it then at some point it's probably gonna probably gonna go off right yeah well i wouldn't have (laughs) I wouldn't have gotten that close to begin with, but it, well, yeah, well, we'll not, nit, we'll not nitpick that one yet. So. True. That, <laughs> that picture is, there's a whole lot of bad things that yes, yes, this is not a good situation that anybody, whether you're going to defend yourself, mm-hmm. it's just, that's just really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, so. really bad. That should not be taught in any self-defense classes. No, definitely not. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll run it by Kyle. See if maybe he wants to integrate that into what he does. So what's <laughs> no, what's this The guy's name's Kyle Carruth, the Kyle Carruth move. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or the, the dad, the Chad and Kyle bump or something. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, it's just crazy, man. There's a whole lot of, whole lot of craziness going on right now yeah i think that's enough to wrap it up for now you want to add anything here to the end before we we get out of here uh i don't think so i mean i think we've had a couple good wins for the 2a self-defense community mm-hmm. um like i said before the written house um kind of video kind of shows the good side of self-defense and what Mm -hmm. you can do and 
and then the you know the McMichaels in Georgia, obviously what what not to do, right? And then you know this guy here of it's kind of that weird in between, <laughs> kind of that weird in between because you probably shouldn't put yourself in that situation at all. I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a kind of an in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we got a you know we got a couple other that we can circle back to this being one of them the um the lubbock shooting you know maybe we can revisit uh you know the the christmas parade this and the maybe maybe do some more uh research on coffees self-defense against the police right see if there's more uh, backstory or more that comes out on that yeah definitely no i think it's i think it's good is there any, anything else you want to bring up or no, talk about or i think we're good for now that should be we'll see what what pops up between now and next time never know tis the yeah. season yeah that's true crazy holiday time so all right where can uh where can everybody find us oh around no um <laughs> here and there yep here and there indiana ohio yeah facebook wasted ammo podcast um wasted ammo gaming as well um a little more a little more chit chat on there um instagram aftershock underscore podcast and that's it for the socials we don't we haven't gone too hard on that yet so no (laughs) not yet not yet so that about wraps it up all right well thanks for joining us thanks yeah. for supporting us thanks for hanging with us yeah giving us some of your time enjoy your holidays all right happy holidays from the yeah. aftershock podcast yeah and we got we have stuff coming coming up we have some plans so just uh just bear with us <laughs> that we do so hopefully some stuff you guys will enjoy hopefully so <laughs> after show Talk, 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 nothing going on here.